Right, and we are rolling. How you do, how you doing today, Claude? I'm good. How about you? I'm doing good. Thanks for doing the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um. So, uh, let how first off, are you from the Lansing area? Born and raised. Born and raised. Never been anywhere else. I mean, I I was raised in Mason for part of my life, but yeah, pretty much. Okay. How do you like it? I I love Lansing, honestly. Yeah, I I feel like that's the general consensus of people (laughs) who live in Lansing. For some reason, they're like, I love Lansing. I've seen a couple of negative Nancys, but yeah, (laughs) that seems to be, yeah. Yeah, there definitely are some negative Nancys. Can't make everybody happy, I guess. I guess not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. What kind of things are you into? Yeah, so um, I am first and foremost an artist and designer. Okay. Um, I studied graphic design for a large part of my life. That's where that's my that's what my mom does essentially. Okay. And uh, I also did art from a young age because I, well, I was I was like chronically sick as a as a young child. So. Oh wow. Yeah, there was with what? Uh, with juvenile dermatomyositis. It's where the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's where the um the immune system basically attacks the the the. Uh, the muscles. Wow. Yeah. So how did you, how did you overcome that? How'd you, how did you get through that? Yeah. It's basically, you just have to take medicine and hope. There's a lot of kids out there who. And um, hope. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. And hope. That's, that's wow. right. Cause there's a lot of kids out there who have this and they don't end up growing out of it. Wow. Yeah. Is it a life threatening illness? Yeah, it can be. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So what kind of me- medication do you have to take? Uh, prednisone and folic acid to make up for it too. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And how long did you have to deal with that? Um, on off, uh, I think it was two or three years the first time. And then I went into remission when I was about eight or nine. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And it kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. And, you, and it affects your muscles, you said? Yeah, it affects the muscles. So does it make you feel weak at all? Yep. Yeah. It makes you basically unable to walk, unable to go upstairs, do a lot of the things that you would be able to do as a normal child. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. I never, I never like could imagine that as a child. <laughs> I mean, because like I think about it like as a, as a kid, like running around, like sometimes you get like cramps in your legs and stuff mm-hmm. and whatnot. But like, I couldn't imagine just like having some sort of, did, were you like bedridden from it? Not bedridden, not quite, but I couldn't okay. go outside because the sun would make it worse. The sun would? Yeah, the sun would, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So as you wow. can imagine, I had, you know, the big old hat, like gallons of sunscreen, <laughs> you know. Oh, that's funny. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So um, I don't remember how we got there. <laughs> yeah, um, art, right. Art, that was, okay. Uh, so my parents actually um, asked somebody to come to the house and help me figure out how to not be so gosh dang bored all the time, right? Um, so like my son, I was also interested in science and math and animals and all that. Yeah. But I was also interested in the art because it seemed to me like an escape. You could do literally anything you wanted. Yeah. And that's how I kind of look at it today too. Um, is that with the designing? Uh, like- that's that's where a lot of the designing comes from. Okay. Um, I'd say they're separate, but for me, they're they're pretty intertwined because I – Play with both of them enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what kind of art do you do? You do? Um, I do a lot of character art. Okay. I do a lot of fantasy art. Oh, cool. Um, started doing more nature and um, animal-focused art these days. Okay. Because it's uh, 
a lot of people seem to really like it. Yeah. 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 I, that's interesting. Do you sell your work? Yep. Yeah. Do you go to like uh, shows, like art shows and oh, stuff yeah. like that? And I'm starting to go to them again. Okay. Yeah. Because COVID was, you know. <laughs> yeah. It kind of took a hit on everything, right? <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's COVID. Oh my gosh. COVID affected so many different things in so many different aspects. Like, do you think we'll ever get truly get back to normalcy? I wish, but I don't, I don't honestly think so. There's just, there's too much floating around out there. That's, you know, we've got into the, um, there's a lot of people who think it's going to be endemic and basically act like the common cold. Yeah. 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 I hope it does. Right. Well, I mean, act like the common cold as far as like how it affects people. Not, I mean, I wish it was as mild as the common cold. Right. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Unfortunately, no, I don't think so. No. I mean, it, it is a. I mean, it is a a, a pretty big virus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm always going to wear a mask when I have a cold. Yeah. Have you ever? Did you ever get COVID? No, thank God. No, you never got it. Yeah, I got it twice. Oh no, that sucks. Yeah, it was actually not that bad. Uh, okay. I mean, the first time was bad. The second time was bad for like a day or two, and then I was fine. Yeah. Um, the first time I got it pretty bad, I got it from a car dealership. I was Jeez. buying a car and the guy was right in my face. Oh, like, no. and it, it was, you know, it was, it was something that, you know, like, I guess I could have put a mask on, but I had my mask on while I was doing all the b- purchasing. And then yeah. I was getting ready to leave, jumped in the tr- new truck and ready to drive off. And he came out and he's like in my window showing me different things real quick before oh, I left. And that would do it. And I had my mask off. And yeah. then he was right in my face. Oh man! And yeah, that that dirty bird gave me gave me <laughs> gave me vi- the virus. Oh man! <laughs> but that was right at the beginning too. Yeah. Yeah. So not a lot of people knew about it then, I guess. Um. Well, no, it was a thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we were a few months in. Yeah. Yeah. It was so it was like Delta. That's the one I got. Oh, Delta. Okay. Yeah. 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 It wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, it, again, it was bad. But yeah. It wasn't like. I wasn't dying. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that did die from it. Yeah, exactly. I can't complain. (laughs) Hopefully haven't got long COVID. No, no. I I actually, I was afraid of that because I was in the middle of training for a 50 mile ultra race. Mm -hmm. And um, right in the middle of that is when I got COVID and I was only like eight weeks out from my, from my race. And so like two weeks after having COVID, I, I tried to get on my, uh, air bike and you know just to try to get back into shape and it was it was a it was a struggle trying to breathe and everything yeah and so i was concerned that i wouldn't necessarily recoup the way back to the way i was before the race but within i'd say like four weeks i was back to normal that's good yeah yeah the weirdest part was losing your taste oh yeah i can imagine it was really strange because like i would get cravings still like you know like a chocolate craving or something and i would eat you know a piece of chocolate it wouldn't do anything for you well no i taste it i wouldn't taste it right but like it would fulfill that craving (laughs) which is strange that is strange yeah it was weird (laughs) (laughs) i hope i never get it again Yeah, Um, at least that aspect of it yeah (laughs) i love food too much i know um yeah so this episode is brought to you by red bike delivery This delivery service operates only using battery-powered, eco-friendly transportation. Red Bike Delivery is there for all your delivery needs, whether it's dinner for the family, flowers for your partner, 
or new houseplants for your new collection. Red Bike Delivery will gladly deliver those and everything in between. So what are you waiting for? Check out Red Bike Delivery on Facebook or Instagram for more information. Red Bike Delivery, because there's only one Earth. So you're into art. Right. You do a lot of fantasy character type art. Do you draw? Do you draw it? Or do you, how oh, do you yeah. do it? Yeah, I draw. I, I paint. Um, I do a lot of um, digital art as well. Okay. Um, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, I, I think, How do you do that? Um, oh, you, he, there's like a digitizer thing. Okay. Um, is what it's usually called. Like some people call it a drawing tablet, but then you get confused with like iPads and stuff. Um, Sorry. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> um, You're like one of the most easygoing people I know. You oh, know that? thank you. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, a drawing tablet and it hooks up to the computer either via Bluetooth or USB connection. Okay. And it's just this flat pad and you draw on it with a pen. Okay. Some people use their hands with it and use different shortcuts. I'm one of the bad ones because I still <laughs> use keyboards. <laughs> um, do you use, you said you use an, an iPad, right? I do use an iPad nowadays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you use, um, oh, what's the app? It's a, it's an art app. Procreate? Procreate. Yeah. I'm being stubborn. I use Autodesk Sketchbook. <laughs> <laughs> what What's the difference? Um, Honestly, Procreate's better. Okay. Um, it's just, it, you have to pay money for it. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm a little bit of a cheap ass. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear you. You got to pay for everything these I days. Know. It's so frustrating. Hey, at least it's not a subscription. That's know? true. Yeah. yeah. It's a one-time one time done yep. and deal. Yeah. Um. So what do you do for work? So I actually work as a customer support analyst for Vertifor. And what's Vertifor? Um, they're a, an ins- insurance software company. Okay. Yeah. So basically, I do um, I do a lot of SQL and um, customer service, and alongside that, mm. um, kind of analyze a lot of data. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, before we started the podcast, you had mentioned uh, that I talked to people about about their past and mm-hmm. whatnot. Is there something from your past that you'd like to talk about um, um, that kind of shaped who you are today? Yeah, I'd say, um, so I actually, I'm also mentally ill. I have schizoaffective disorder. Okay. Um, which is like schizophrenia paired with something else, basically. Oh. Yeah. And that really, as you can imagine, um, shaped a lot of like, a lot of like childhood, like, um, I don't know if you're, how much you're aware of it, but like, um, there's delusions, right? Where you think of something that's not true and you're basically hooked on that and you believe it. Okay. You might actually know that it's not true. But you sit there and you believe it and you hold on to it. As a child, you don't really get the idea that it's not true as much. Mm. So you hold on to this thing like, hey, I'm the best in the world. I could be like the king of the whole world. And you just hold on to that. And it's not true. And that just affects everything around you. And then, of course, there's the seeing stuff, which is probably what, you know, schizophrenia is one of the hallmarks of it. Okay. Yeah. Now... How did you, you, you've had this your whole life. Yeah, pretty much. At what age did you realize that it was like a kind of a problem or that it like, because you said it affects the things around you. I'm assuming it affects people around you, your relationships and whatnot. So at what age did you start noticing some of that? Well, um, I've always been like a really odd kid, but I didn't really notice it as a problem until late high school. Okay. Um, And I had kind of like a psychotic break. Um, and basically I was like, I was hallucinating like every day. Wow. Yeah. It 
it was really scary. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. So, <laughs> what kind of things were you hallucinating about? Like, there's, um, there's kind of this, uh, kind of this shadowy figure. It's kind of like a dog, but it doesn't have like a head. It just has like a, a brown bulbous thing, and it's on fire, and huh. it's got like blue and purple flames. It's not nearly so vivid as you're thinking. It's like usually they're like kind of in the back of your vision, just like hanging out there. Wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. But do you think it would also be kind of good for like art? It. Yeah. Like I'm being an be, artist. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Because it it probably it gives you like a like a picture to paint. <laughs> yeah. It, like you right. know, kind of. Because yeah, because you also like, um, I have a lot of sleep disturbances still. Um, even though I have the medicine and stuff. Um, and what ends up happening is I close my eyes and I'm not even asleep yet. And I've already got these images. Wow. And I'm like, oh, I guess I better get up and <laughs> write it down. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I want to go back. So when you were uh, a kid and a teenager going through some of this, um, what kind of things did you have to do to in order to kind of I don't want to say become normal because right. um, that is your normal, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but in order to kind of scale it back a little bit, did you have to go on medication? Did you? No, know? I I did not until I was an adult. Wow. Yeah. So um, my parents really maintained this idea that there's no such thing as like a normal child, which in some ways is really good. But in some ways, it's like really harmful because, you know, you could work better with some things, you know, therapy, meds, etc. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I often of, have like nightmares and stuff. So I could imagine yeah. um, with having very vivid dreams. Right. Yep. Um, that's kind of like the old school thinking of things, right? Mm -hmm. Like every, oh, he'll be fine. Yeah, you exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Everybody's different. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that could be like an, like a, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Not an enabler, but like, a, yeah. Kind of like I, a denial yeah yeah right yeah now was it did you find it difficult to like make friends and, oh, yeah. and things like that yeah. yeah and oddly enough um when i was a senior in high school i had like a lot of friends like there were a lot of people around me who were like oh can you be my friend i don't think it was like really true necessarily i suspect a lot of them were there because i could also draw really well <laughs> <laughs> i mean my kids are very mean so yeah they are <laughs> yeah they definitely are yeah yeah Wow, that's so crazy. I couldn't even imagine. Like, so when you're awake and you're just staring off, mm -hmm. you can you can see images. Yeah, sometimes. Wow. Yeah. It obviously <laughs> happens more often when I don't have med medicine. Yeah. So, at what age did you go on medication? Uh, I think I was. I want to say twenty-one. Okay. Yeah. So pretty and late. Did you realize like a significant difference in oh yeah in things? Oh yeah. Yeah. Was it better? It was so much better. I could I could like actually concentrate on things. My anxiety went way down. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. Uh huh. Um. Now, did you also go to therapy or do any of that kind of stuff? I, yep, I do go to therapy. Yeah. I should really get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that that also helps a lot because it's it kind of like. It kind of like normalizes your normal. Yeah. Well, they can put your life into perspective. Right? Exactly. Like, I mean, you can explain, you can sit there and explain to somebody in therapy, you know, like 
the way you're feeling. And then they're like, okay, you know, they're, Mm -hmm. they're looking at your situation from an outside perspective and they're like, okay, this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, like, I don't know, like, I mean, they don't have any, any dogs in the race, right? Like, right. Yeah. There's, there's a a saying that it, that goes around where, um, if you talk to the therapist, they're kind of, they kind of help put your life in perspective. Yeah. Um, because a a lot of schizophrenia is also a thought disorder and Mm -hmm. talking disorder. Um, and so with, with that comes ideas like, oh, well, I can't do this. Like there, there was in the example given, it was like, well, I can't have a sandwich for dinner. And it's like, why not? It feeds you. Mm. You know, if that's what you can do. Yeah. Why not feed yourself a sandwich? Right. And do you, is that something you struggle with all the time? Like the thought thing? Yeah. Going back and forth with yourself? Uh, not, not necessarily. Um, the voices aren't necessarily a thing anymore. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of like, um, things like word salad um, disordered, um, ideas like, um, jumping from point A to point C. I feel like I do that all the time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's, there's a lot that is kind of like elevated with schizophrenia. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I wonder what that's like. Mm -hmm. Like I've always wondered like what it would be like. I mean, I'm sure like if you could trade it for something, you would like trade it to not have it. Would, would you? I don't know that I would. No, I don't know. Um, I might. But on the same token with that, um, you know, there's there's medicine that makes it more, like, it makes it more livable. Yeah. And so um, I don't know that I would have been able to uh, be the person that I am without it, honestly. Right. it It's, like, yeah, it's bad. It can be bad. But it's also such a large part of my identity at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why would you change that, right? Right, exactly. It's, it's in a sense kind of made you who you are. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But I, like if you were a kid. Yeah. Right. And, and knowing all the things that you had to go through, like, and knowing the difficulties of life, um, not knowing how to manage it, not knowing like what's going on. Do you think you would change it? Yeah. Kid me would definitely change it. Yeah. Yeah. I always wonder what it's like to be somebody who has to deal with like a mental disorder like that, because like. Like, I think of my life, like, I think of things through my lens, right? Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't imagine, like, being, uh, like, I think of somebody, like, ne- like let's say, special needs. Right. You know, somebody who is, like, autistic. Right. Like, what's their perspective like? Yeah. Like, how, how do they see the same situation that I see? What is yeah. it What is it like to them? Yeah, and that's, that's definitely um, a good thing to always kind of consider. Like, um, you know, my husband is autistic, and mm. so... Um, a lot of times we'll see things very differently. We'll look at the same idea and be like, well, for instance, um, he's gone to therapy as well. And so he has the, the little nuances between like irritation, anger, rage, <laughs> etc. Yeah. And I'll look at something and be like, um, you know, he'll be irritated, like mildly irritated. And I'll be like, are you mad at me? <laughs> because I'm like, what's the difference? It's, it's just degrees of anger, right? Yeah. What is the difference? Um, Good question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm kind of that way too, where I don't like, ha- I don't have the degrees of like emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have either happy, you know, or like right. sad like or Like you have mad. the basic ones, but it's like, it's like a dial. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the time I'm right in the middle. Most that of the time. That makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't really fluctuate all that much. I don't think. I do, I but the the schizophrenia is paired with bipolar, so. <laughs> what is that like? <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one I would probably trade. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. What is that? What is that like? So what is that like for you? So for me, I have a lot of problems with money, and it took me a long time to realize that this wasn't necessarily like a moral failing. It's just, um. You know, you get you get super excited. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. And I'm going to do this thing. And I'm going to do this thing. And you've got, suddenly you've got like a half a million projects around the house. <laughs> you know, ask my husband. It's it's filled to the brim with stuff I've never finished. <laughs> I'll try. But, man. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, do you think? Like, why don't you finish them? Um, It's just, I think that's because um, I've bitten off more than I can chew in a lot of these tendencies. Like, um, for instance, one of my, one of my hobbies I've picked up recently and I'm really trying to get back to, to it is doll modifying. Wow. So, um, I have this half finished doll that I'm trying to reroute. Uh, rerouting is when you put the hair back in. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. It's really cool. I found oh. it one day because I was looking for something else. And then I was like, oh my God, I have to try this. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. So, um, so that's another hobby you have. Mm-hmm. So how did you get into that? Yeah, I was I was actually looking up art dolls because okay. um and those are let's see. They're kind of like needle felted on the outside but then on the inside they have kind of like a little pop together skeleton. Oh, interesting. Usually usually they're like that. Okay. Some people use wire, but that's harder. Okay. Yeah. And so um there was a there was an art doll somebody had made in a group, an art group that I'm in and I'm like, "Oh, how do you make these actually?" cuz that's really cool. Um and then I looked up an art doll, and then one thing led to another. And then suddenly I was watching somebody modify a doll, and I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Do you find yourself to be obsessive over things that you're interested in? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Do you think that's a good quality? It really depends. Because <laughs> on the one hand, it's like, okay, great. Can we put down the drawing? You you already did that circle like a million times. <laughs> But on the other hand, you know, at, at some point it is good to be so obsessive over details. I mean, a yeah. lot of graphic design, for instance, is like obsessing over little details. It's like if you miss one little dot and it's, it's it just ruins the whole image. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I, I struggle with. Like whenever I'm into something, um, I become obsessive over it. Mm -hmm. And uh, to the point where like it starts affecting my, my daily life, <laughs> like uh, th with a podcast, like that's one thing I've, I've gotten obsessive over is, you know, constantly like trying to figure out a different way to do it and trying to find like different ways to edit and like make, right. make just make it different. Um, and to me, it's become like kind of like an art thing. Oh yeah. Um, and then, I mean, like working out, I've become obsessive with that. And it's like, there's so many different things. Right. And my wife hates it. And she's like, <sighs> like, you know, at some point it starts affecting my, my, my everyday life. Right. Do you struggle with any of that? I, yeah, I do. Um, I have a hard time working sometimes like at my job job because I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to work on my art. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you work from home? I do. Yes. Oh, you lucky bastard. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but it took me a long time to get there. So yeah. Yeah. Did you switch to working at home when COVID hit? No, they just, 
Well, they probably did, but I've been, I've been, I'm kind of a serial job hopper, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. I'm hoping to stay with Vertifor for longer than six months. <laughs> so far, it's going well. How long have you worked there? Six months. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. Oh. Why do you jump jobs so much? Oh, I, I mean, it's different times every time. Like, for instance, I worked at Big B, the mm. home office, and I had an, at the time, undiscovered sleep disorder, the sleep apnea. Oh, wow. And so I was like so exhausted. I would just fall asleep while working. Wow. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went over to Peckham. Okay. And that one worked really well, actually. I was working in data entry, but I was also studying marketing at Davenport University. And I graduated. One of the, one of the keys to graduating is an internship or a project. And I was trying to go for the internship. And um, I was offered what I thought was a marketing job. Um, They were, like, really excited to have me on. They were like, oh, you can just do this as your internship. Um, We'll have you on. It was a whole big scam. What? Really? Yeah, seriously. Through Davenport? No, it wasn't through Davenport. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to find the internship on your own and have it approved. Gotcha. I'm just not good at that, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So where was the internship through? It was through, um, so I didn't end up doing an internship, but the place that scammed me was, uh, I think it was called Brandon Michael Digital. Huh. (laughs) So So uh, how did did they scam you? So basically they wanted me to do a bunch of cold calling. Throw all their shit on the air. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I will. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think, I think they're in legal trouble too. Oh, of course. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause the people that they're cold calling, um, that they have us cold calling, they're trying to get services, services <laughs> for marketing. Wow. And so, um, basically what they're doing is they just like, uh, reroute and try to foist off as much of the work as they can. And then they don't pay you. I actually... Uh, we, we all, cause there were three of us who were hired. We all got the indication at the same time that, Hey, <laughs> something's up. <laughs> <laughs> what, what made you realize that there was something up that there's, this was a scam? Well, um, the, the talk of money was very, very vague. Never, ever work for somebody if you don't know the money situation offhand. Yeah. Like if they're like. Oh, you'll get paid per call that goes well, that does this. No, you're not going to get paid. Wow. Yeah. Wow. How did you end up in that kind of situation? (laughs) I'm I'm not very good. I I fall for scams like that all the time. (laughs) You know those ones where they have um, the, the jobs where they, they email you and you're like, Oh, we, you work from home. You're, you're inspecting packages. That's a scam. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of scam? What other kind of scams have you been involved in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I almost, I almost had a, um, a data entry job that was work from home, except it wasn't because oh. they wanted, so the, the one that, that one was easier because the, the interview was over Google meet chat. Mm. Do not do an interview through chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so funny. Mm-hmm. That is so funny. How would you how would you get yourself into that kind of situation? You just get desperate, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you now you have a, a good job, right? Yeah, I yeah. do. I I'm really thankful. Yeah. Is that a Lansing based company? 
Um, I'm trying to think whether they were out of Colorado or East Lansing first. Okay. I think Colorado just because it's bigger. Okay. But they've got a couple of like different like postings all over the world pretty much because they have one in India too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hyderabad, I think. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And they have one in Windsor, Canada. Wow. So could you travel for work if you wanted? Yeah. I, I've already gone to Georgia. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Is it in Atlanta? Yep. Oh, my um, gosh. Well, technically. Okay. So, so the insurance company was in Atlanta. Okay. So I went to work with the insurance company directly. Mm. So... I drove through Atlanta the other day and oh my gosh, that is one of probably one of the worst cities I've ever driven in. Really? Yeah, it was terrible. Okay. I did not like it. <laughs> I've been to I've been to Tampa too and uh Tampa's busy. Yeah, I, I think I Ubered both times while I was in Tampa and okay. Atlanta. Oh okay. Oh my god, Tampa. Holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> what are they doing down there? I drove to Tampa a couple of years ago. Um and but I was just driving to the airport, so I didn't drive around or anything. But I think the two worst cities I've ever driven in was Miami, which was during this trip that I was on, and yep. Atlanta. Really? Yeah, they both sucked. Okay. <laughs> Don't ever go to Miami. Oh man. It was it was like bumper to bumper, like go stop, go stop, go oh, stop, <laughs> all the way to West Palm Beach. It was <sighs> it was terrible. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I'll go back to Florida. It's way too hot down there. It is. It is hot, <laughs> but it, it's nice at the same time. Yeah, that's true. It's like a sauna, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we went in October. Okay. I'm still like, I'm dripping in sweat. You know, I've got tank top <laughs> shorts on. I'm yeah. dripping. That is funny. So <laughs> when I got to Florida this last time, um, I flew in. I was wearing a hoodie and everything because Michigan is cold. Right. And I flew into uh, Miami and I get out and I get the rental car and whatnot. Mm. And I'm like, man, I need to change. It's <laughs> I so I right there in the car, I just changed into shorts and in yep. a t shirt because it was it was like eighty something degrees. Yep. Yeah, it's hot. Yep, that's how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Um so uh what else do you want to talk about on the podcast? What else do you want to bring up? Um, I do want to bring something up actually. I have a show upcoming this Saturday. Oh, really? So yeah, it's at the Fledge. Okay. I don't know if you're aware of the Fledge. Yeah, I love the Fledge. Yeah, they they are. They are super cool. Yeah, they do really good things for the community. They do. Um, are you a part of the Fledge? Like, are you? I I don't I don't really know how to say that. Like, cause uh, do they have like members? Is Uh, it or is it like just people like people from the um from the community go there yeah it's basically people from the community go there yeah for lack of better terms i think you could call it probably a community center of sorts yeah i don't know if that's the correct termage but that's how Uh, it comes across to me that's how it would come across to me too i honestly don't really know what the fledge is (laughs) (laughs) like i know what it is i've been there i've been to but the thing is is like they branch out into so much stuff yeah okay what what do you what are you labeled as right exactly Are, are they like a nonprofit? like i believe they are a nonprofit. okay yeah yeah, they they just do so many different things. It's it's wild. It is it is so wild. It is. <laughs> so, um, your show is at at the Fledge. Yep. What is it going to consist of? Um, so it's going to consist of basically, um, uh, so I don't know if you've ever been to like a craft show or an art show. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like that, except it's going to be kind of more close knit. There's mm. going to be fewer of us. Um, we're going to have more stuff out. Um, we're really going to be able to like chat with people, you oh, know, and, okay. and talk about what it is that you know, we're, we're basing our work on, you can ask questions about what we do. Well, at least I'm okay with it. I don't know if the other people are probably how how many uh, people are doing it. Do you know? So I don't, I don't have an exact number. 
But I know that there's space for up to, I believe, 18 people. Wow. And I know they're still taking people. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's an art event. Yep. Okay. Is it inside? Yep. It's okay. inside. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's crazy. So do you have uh, a business doing it or do you, how do you, you, you obviously sell your work. Right. So is it, is it a business? Um, I guess for lack of better terms, I would say yes. Cause it is a DBA. Okay. Um, I don't have it filed as an LLC yet. Okay. That's something I'm working on. What would you name it? Um, it's called Claw Designs. Oh, yep. Doing cool. business as Claw Designs. I like that. Yeah. That's cool. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Although sometimes it confuses people because I use the, I use the DE part of my name and d- designs. Oh, okay. So I had somebody who was like, you know, they, they were introducing me as Claw. And I'm like, that's <laughs> cool, but that's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> um, now, do you say sell your artwork just in person or do you sell online? I do sell online. I really need to just move my butt along and get it updated on Etsy. Okay. Yep. Because I it, right now I just have a red bubble. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's like basically you go on and you upload your work and you can get it on anything. And it's a really great way to start out because that's how, like, if you don't have materials, they basically take the material cost out of whatever the person bought. Wow. So you can get like a t-shirt, you can get something as crazy as like a canvas print or like a notebook or um, what else do they have? They have like the drawstring backpacks. Oh. Yep. They got phone cases, tablet cases. They really? Got stuff. Oh, what, yeah. What was it called again? Red Bubble. Red it's Bubble. all together. Okay. Yeah. That kind of reminds me of... um. Oh, what's it called? It's like uh it's like a t shirt place uh online and public? What is it? T public, I think. Maybe. 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 I was looking into something too <laughs> similar to that for like the podcast to sell like merchandise. Oh, that'd be uh, awesome. Yeah. Um but yeah, so like you you can just pick what, what item you want because they they have like a, a selection of like coffee mugs and t shirts and hoodies, pants, literally oh, yeah. anything that you could think of. And then they just print it. Oh yeah. And, uh, they have all the, all the different things and you don't really have to do anything. That's yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Cause yeah. then it kind of changes the game a little bit. You don't have it to does. worry about having all the stuff laying around and who knows if you're going to sell it and make money. Like, exactly. Like yeah. I bought six t-shirts and I'm going to put, you know, art on them. But at the same time, I'm like, what if they don't sell? Yeah, then you're stuck <laughs> with six T-shirts right, exactly. <laughs> that you might not wear. Exactly, they're <laughs> or... too small for me. Oh <laughs> uh, wow! So do you you is that one of your shirts right there? No, this is this is a piece from Wizard of Barge. Okay. Um, I follow them on Instagram. They they have some really, um, I I like their style. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's like somewhere between cartoony and like, kind of eerie. Oh okay. Yeah. So are you into like kind of eerie things like um, sometimes yeah like uh, like maybe some horror movies or I do not like horror movies. you don't like horror movies no very scary <laughs> <laughs> that's the point right yeah I guess so I I I used to be more into like um like Halloween was my favorite holiday I I carried my lunch around in a jack o' lantern wow but, <laughs> but then I grew older and I'm like oh, that's kind of cringe actually <laughs> did you get made fun of at all for that. Um, not to my face. Oh, okay. <laughs> did you um? Did you find did you find yourself getting made fun of at all um, growing up? Were kids mean to you? Yeah, kids were really mean. Yeah, especially in like later elementary school to middle school. But That's, then it started chilling out in high school. That's okay. not 
I mean, your mileage may vary. You yeah, know? yeah. But people start thinking, you know, it's it's really not chill to, like, be mean to people for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I found, like, when I was in school is that people weren't necessarily, like, bullies per se. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, the typical, stereotypical bully. You know what I mean? Right. You yeah. mean, like, just, like, tripping somebody or stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, like, they did that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, People weren't necessarily like that. Like, if somebody had a, an issue, you know what I mean? Like, like for instance, there was this guy um, that we went to school with. And he was special needs, and um, he ha- he kind of talked a little funny. Uh, might, I think he might have had like a lisp. Uh, oh yeah, but the nicest guy ever. Yeah, like, you'll ever meet. Absolutely. One of the, nicer than you. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, don't worry. I'm not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, like he wouldn't hurt anybody. Yeah. And so, like everybody, like kind of like liked him, but at the same time, like you could tell people were like just pulling him in, mm-hmm. so they could like. Like, just have a laugh, you know? I know exactly so, what you're talking so about. So they weren't, like, necessarily picking on him, but they were just, like, kind of, like, making fun of him with him there. Like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. It, and it's bullying. At, yeah. You know, it's it's a form of bullying, but yeah. it's not your stereotypical type of bullying. Right. Exactly. Did you end up having to deal with any of that at yep. all? Yep. It, it, Had it a lot of people who were, like, would, you know, they would be, like, oh, so-and-so wants to ask you out as, like, a joke. Mm. Yeah. That is so traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> oh I hate God. that crap. Did you go ask that person out? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> good, good for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine having to deal with that. Luckily for me, like I never really got bullied. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, not really. That's good. Yeah. 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 Bullying well, sucks. Don't do it. <laughs> actually, I, I did get bullied a little bit like in elementary school because I, I was adopted or not adopted, but in foster care. I oh, wasn't, yeah. I was adopted. But when I came in from um, like when I first went into foster care and came to a new school and everything, like people are like, oh, hey, who are you? Right. And then you kind of get made fun of a little bit because yeah. you're like, yeah, your parents are, are shitty because you're in foster care. Yep. You know, so I can see that. that whole narrative, people kind of make fun of you a little bit for that. But yep. um, yeah. Yeah, bullying sucks. It does. Yeah. I mean, even my son gets bullied, and he's he's a little odd, but, like, he's not, like, nearly as odd as I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would think, like, with the way, um, like, technology has gone and, like, our, our knowledge of the way things affect us that, like, you would think that parents would uh, teach their kids better, right? And, you know, I guess it... it might not necessarily just be the parents. It, you know, the parents could be doing just fine and the kid could just be a freaking asshole. It really <laughs> depends, yeah. Yeah, it really it really does vary. But, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, like if I found out my kid was bullying, you know, that would be a big problem. It would. It would, absolutely. Yeah, and some parents don't, don't do anything about it. That's really frustrating. It yeah. is frustrating, especially when you have a kid and you're, you're teaching them to not do that to other people. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of parents out there who just don't realize the harm. Yeah, they're just like they have the attitude, "Oh, kids get bullied all the time. It's not, it's not a problem." Yeah, yeah, it it's definitely a huge problem. Yeah, and one thing that um like is concerning for me is like social media. So like, you know, back when I was in school, we didn't have social media. Exactly. So, yeah. so you know, um, at least not when I was like in elementary school and middle school. Maybe a little bit in high school, but it wasn't used like how it is used today. Exactly. Um, so like at, when you're at school, you know, you get bullied at school and then you go home and people still freaking bully you online. And it's yeah. like, that's 
I've, I've seen, I've heard of so many stories of people of other kids committing suicide because of the things that they, they, it, they never leave it. It, the, exactly. it. it follows them home every single day. Absolutely traumatic. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine growing up today. Could yeah. you? Like there's so many it. good aspects to life today, but yeah. they're also like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot that needs to be like kind of unpacked and understood. Yeah. What do you think needs to change? Oh. What do you, I mean, there's so many different <laughs> things that needs to change, but like as far as like the way society has gone, it, it seems like with, um, there's, there's a famous quote, um, that by Mike Tyson that, uh, it says, so he said social media, has allowed you to disrespect people and not get punched in the fucking face for it. Yeah, basically. And I feel like that's so true on so many different levels is that there, you know, because there's a screen in between you and that person that people feel like they can say whatever the fuck they want to say to you. And it causes, I to me, it, it, for me, it causes a huge problem because I'm like, you know, you would never say that to me if right. we were sitting across from each other. Like, you know, um, I just recently put up an episode that a lot of people didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen any of that. I did see see some of it, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is like for me, like those people wouldn't say that to me if they were sitting right there. No, you know, they would never, not. they would never talk to me. Like, like you and I probably don't agree on so many different things. I'm sure. I'm sure. But, but we're we, not going to get into that. We're not going to get into that. No. Like, we're having a great conversation. Exactly. You know, like, I like you as a person. I, right. I hope you like me. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> absolutely. You're um, pretty chill. I like that. But, you know, like, the thing is, is, like, through social media and having um, the just the access to be able to say whatever you want to say and not have any repercussions for it, mm-hmm. you know, makes people, like, keyboard warriors. And they don't, you know, in, in a sense, it's it's bullying at its finest. It is. And, and there's a lot of people who have, like, bad takes, especially when they take on, like, the mask of anonymity. And I'm yeah. going to say it again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good. <laughs> I don't want to try to say it because I feel like I'm going to mess it up, too. <laughs> The mask of being anonymous. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. So, you know, the thing is, like, you know, people like that, I feel, you know, I, I mean, I don't want to generalize, but mm-hmm. like, you know, when, when let's say, you know, they're, let's say their kids see mm-hmm. them talking like to uh, like that to other people, they're going to think it's okay. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. and that causes an issue. You know, you should yeah. never talk to anybody, whether it's online whether it's in person, you should never treat another per- human being like that. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's my rant. I'm over. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's for me, that's like if I could change anything in today, I think it would be the way people t- talk to other people. Yeah. Because I feel like communication is probably one of the biggest things mm-hmm. that, I mean, First of all, it's like one of the greatest things that we have. Right. Um, to be able to get to know other people is communication, talking. Absolutely. And it's what sets us apart. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you learn to respect other people is, you know, everybody has a different opinion about something. But the great thing about communicating, uh, you know, about things is that you, you can talk about it. You don't have to fight and bicker exactly. and banter back and forth, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah, if I could change anything, I think it'd be communication. Yeah, and I, I think I think along that same kind of vein, um, I think that um, a lot of education is too it's too closed off. You know, mm. like there's yeah, there's college and it's it's generally accepted, 
that you should go to college, but oh boy, those student loans though. Tell me about <laughs> it. Tell me about it. I know. And like, you know, community college is like, you know, it's great. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are like, you know, discounting community college. And then there's people who just plain can't afford community college. Yeah. Um, or there's people that aren't cut out to go to college. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's people who either can't or don't want to, and that's, yeah. that should be fine. But I feel like there's a lot of education for people that should be like opened up. Like, you know how there's like computer classes for the seniors at the library. Right. Why not open up like anything like that? Like, yeah, I feel, I think things are kind of moving in a direction to where you don't necessarily like, like let's say you want to get a job. Right. Um, doing a certain thing. Uh-huh. Um, I, I think things are kind of moving in a direction where you don't necessarily need to go to college. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like with the like invitation of the internet and being able to learn anything at any point in time. Exactly. Um, Unfortunately, a lot of employers still, they require it. Yep. And it's, has not, I think, because like, Mm -hmm. like if I wanted, I mean, I don't know about computer programming, but let me use it as an example. Yeah. Like if I wanted to learn computer program, programming, programming, (laughs) could I, could I go online and learn about it? Absolutely. And so easy. And then I could practice it. Exactly. And I could probably become pretty freaking good at it. Yeah. I don't need to go to college for it. But is that going to affect the way I do my job? No. So, no. you know, like, I, I don't know. I think that there's a lot of different courses that you can take. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe not necessarily in computer programming, but there's a lot of different things you can do to where you just get, like, a certificate. Oh, yeah. And then you don't have to go to college for it, but you have oh, yeah. the skills necessary to get a job doing a job in that field. I've seen a lot of IT move in that direction too. My brother actually, he's tried to go to college twice now. I don't know if he'll make it the second time. I hope so. He's really, he's really jonesing for it. He's, he's excited Mm. about it, but um, he didn't make it the first time because of cost. Wow. So, you know, it it just, it just starts catching up with you. Yeah. And he, he has a nice, he has a nice job now in, in computer programming. Wow. But it took him longer than it should have because nobody understood that, he already knew this stuff. Right. He, he could demonstrate all day long and they'd be like, oh, well, you don't have a degree. So it's kind of it's kind of a wild thing, because like, could you imagine if like, let's say, you know, well, let's use this as an example. Mm-hmm. Like when a kid is in high school, you have coaches coming to the high school to recruit them like in basketball and football and all these sports. They don't give a fuck about their education. They just want them to come play for them because they know that they will make them win. Yep. And then. Same thing for when they're in college. You have these scouts who work in like the NBA, the NFL, trying to recruit people so that, you know, they can go to the NFL. And a lot of times these sports players don't end up finishing their degrees. They just go on to the NFL or the big leagues, whatever. Right, And they end up making more money than any of us ever will hope to imagine. They don't have the skills necessary. I mean, not necessary. I shouldn't say that because that's a completely different skill, being able to play a sport. But the thing is, is like they don't, they they don't have an education in that. Mm-hmm. They they just know how to do it really well. Right. And they've always known how to do it really well through training and practicing and all that. Mm-hmm. They didn't study it. They didn't go no. to school for, like, I mean, I guess maybe they go to school for it, <laughs> but like there's no classes for it. Right. You know what I'm exactly. saying? There's no degree for it. Yeah. And so like, if you can do that, why can't you do that in any other job? Exactly. Exactly. And especially, especially computer programming, the, Example you outlined. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a lot of people who are like, oh, well, you need a degree to do graphic design. You don't. I, <laughs> I'm going to, I'm, I had a degree in graphic design. You don't. Wow. You just need to learn how to put stuff together. Mm. That's it. 
I, I think a lot of things like that, um, I think it, I think if you had like just on the job experience, that's really all you need, you know, right? Like, there's been so many different things that like so many different jobs I've had and, you know, um, you didn't really need a degree for them, but like by doing them, you learn, you just learn how to Mm -hmm. do it because of just experience. It's like anything else. Like for instance, this podcast, like, sure, you could go to college and get a degree in podcasting or some, some sort of certificate or whatever. Like sound engineering or something. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't need to, I I can do it on my own. I can watch the pros and I can learn online. Like there's so many different ways to, to do something now. Mm -hmm. You don't need a degree. Uh, I can't even talk. So apparently (laughs) I do need to go to college. Um, So, you know, you don't need a degree for certain things. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, I think we're moving in the right direction, but very slowly. Yeah. And I think the educational system itself is probably going to take a hit and they're going to, there's going to be some like, you know, pushback from them because they're going to be losing money when people aren't going to college. Mm -hmm. And, but college is ridiculously expensive. Yeah. I, I agree. It is, it is way too expensive. Yeah. Uh, my, I'm not going to disclose the exact amount, but my, my, uh, my degree is, uh, rivaling my mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember my wife, when her, her and I got together, she went to art college mm-hmm. and, uh, we were talking about her, um, uh, her student loans and stuff. And I, I think I asked her how much it was and she's like, you don't want to know. Yeah. And I'm like, why? And she's like, cause it's like a mortgage. And I was it like, is. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that sounds stressful. Yeah. Yeah. I could, I could talk all day about, you know, how nothing's risen wage wise, but everything else has risen above. Like yeah. I just saw something today about the price of a Big Mac in 2009 versus 2022. What was it? It was, uh, it was like what was it, $3 in 20, 2009. And then it's like five something now. Holy cow. And then federal minimum wage, both times seven twenty five. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. That puts it into perspective. It really does. Really fast, yeah. Yeah. No wonder why when I go to McDonald's, it's like $17. <laughs> I know. Like, I was like, I, I thought it was crazy because, like, when my parents had all three of us, you know, they would go to, like, Burger King or McDonald's and whatever, and then yeah. walk out and give $20 and get back a lot of change. Yeah. And then, you know, nowadays it's like, oh my God, I can't even feed like my family of three on that. No, I only got two meals. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. That is so crazy. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't like fat. I don't really like McDonald's no. that much. Um, yeah, but sometimes it's, it's like an evil necessity. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like anything else. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I, I like a lot is, uh, I, I just love their food. I know a lot of people don't agree with like their politics or whatever, but Chick-fil-A, they have that shit down. Um, That's what I've heard. Yeah. It's, it's so good. I, I've never really gone to Chick-fil-A all that much until recently. I went right. there and I was like, holy cow, like this, <laughs> like you actually get a lot of food for a decent amount of money. Um, and do they, like the service is amazing. Like you pull up through the drive through and they're like, hi, sir. Like how, how may I uh, assist you today? And I'm like, where am I at? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, uh, if I'm going to be like, there's a term that my old employer used to use, radical candor. That mm. stuff grinds my gears. You know why? <laughs> What's that? Um, What's like radical? The, the politeness. Radical candor oh. is like being really honest. Okay. Um, because I worked at Staples and basically you're supposed to say my pleasure anytime. Oh. 
It's all fake. It is fake. And that is fake. It's yeah. It's like it you know that they don't want to be there yeah. doing that stuff. Yeah. And it's like it I don't know. It something hits different when you work at a service job and then go see other people and it's like, oh I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, the thing is is though, is like I've gone through like other I've gone to other restaurants and you know, people aren't polite. No, like, they're not. And you know, like you're like, do you even like your job? <laughs> like like I, I understand like people have bad days right. and I understand you're working in customer service. Like yeah. it, it's a shitty job. Yeah. Working working for other people sucks. It really does. Um I've I worked at McDonald's, I worked in the drive thru, I worked right. front counter. Um and you know, I've had bad days and I've had to do it and it it's not fun. And um having like being forced to be nice to people yeah. is is not something you want to do when you're having a bad day. No. But at the same time, like the way you treat other people mm-hmm. affects them too. So like I've gone through drive-thrus before or to like up to the front counter or whatever and you know like a, an employee will be rude or like mm-hmm. just real short and like kind of edgy i guess Uh, yeah and you're like what the fuck like what is your problem (laughs) right you know like but if you i was a more vulnerable person somebody who like had like maybe maybe i was having a bad day yeah maybe that would affect me yeah i remember one time i went to quality dairy when i was at another job and i was so hungry that i was feeling weak and nauseous and i couldn't like enunciate or like uh uh like project my voice right and so she asked me whether it was credit or debit and i said credit and she blew up on me because she thought i said debit and so she so she got the pin pad out <laughs> and i was like i didn't i didn't say i didn't say debit <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh people are so like i mean I don't know. That's that's kind of insane, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she was just having a bad day. Yeah, she probably was. Yeah. I try not to hold that stuff against them. But, yeah. you know, it's like sometimes like when you're working in that kind of field, you know, you, you just you need to be polite. Yeah. You need to be polite. And, you know, I don't know. I yeah. don't know. I guess I don't know what uh, the job sucks. Yeah, it does. I, I know it sucks. So, yeah, there's not there's not really a great solution. But honestly, yeah. One thing that doesn't help probably all the like you you go to a small town right, what do they got like a McDonald's Burger like King of, maybe. yeah exactly yeah yeah that stuff needs to stop <laughs> yeah there's no reason that like I'm trying to think of a small town off the top of my head I'm trying not to say Mason <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's say let's say Perry yeah How about Perry that? yeah yeah there's no reason they should have like five fast food restaurants why yeah why yeah there's not there's not enough traffic maybe one maybe but i like having variety yeah that's true like, <laughs> like if you want to go to like like i mean if the only thing you have is like a mcdonald's and then true. you want to go to burger king you got to drive all the way to lansing and that kind of sucks that's true that's true yeah yeah like i like options yeah i mean it's not it's not a perfect solution obviously but like it, it doesn't offer very much opportunity no um, you know, it doesn't offer very much, uh, opportunity for you to advance and like further your education no. and because, I mean, there's so many people competing for that. Yeah. And not only that, but like, you know, when I, when I was, I worked at Burger King when I was going to college the first time <laughs> and they were constantly asking me if I would come in on days I was going to class Wow, as if they didn't understand that the whole reason I'm there is to pay for class. <laughs> right. Like you're acting like you're first uh, step aside. <laughs> <laughs> 
One thing that I've seen, uh, I guess it's kind of good uh, coming from COVID, mm-hmm. is that a lot of these places, especially because they had a hard time finding people to work, um, started offering more incentives yeah. and uh, better pay and uh, like more uh, room to advance and mm-hmm. like they pay for college and oh yeah they, they give you like some benefits even like maybe health care. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I was um, at Taco Bell the other day and they... Uh, they have a scholarship program going on. Wow. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll donate to that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that though, having those kind of opportunities will uh, like make people want to work at a place like that. At least it would make me. I wish they, like when I worked at McDonald's, that they had something like that because like who knows where I'd be. I'd probably be a CEO somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we are 55 minutes in. All right. Uh, we've talked about a lot of different things. We talked about your mental health. Uh, we talked about, um, uh, we talked a lot lot about bullying things like that. Is is there anything else that you want to talk about on the podcast? We've talked about your show coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what time does that start at? It starts at one. Okay. It's till four. So it's a nice little, you know, evening jaunt. Afternoon jaunt. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And that's at the Fledge. Yep. Um, and there's going to be a bunch of other people there, other businesses or art uh, people? Artists. Yeah. Artists, okay. Yeah. I know oh. one gal, she's doing, I think, knit or crochet, one of those. Oh, wow. Yep, I don't remember which one. They always get them mixed up. <laughs> That's one thing that I thought was, I think is kind of cool about Lansing is, like, there's a pretty big art community here. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is, like, everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Like, the, nobody, like, is the same. Mm-hmm. Like, every, everybody's artwork is, like, very unique and, like, to them, and it doesn't seem like they're trying to like, like I guess like portray it as like another artist, like like uh, like a big artist or whatever. Like they're just doing them. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's yeah. kind of cool to see. Absolutely. Yeah. One thing that's unique about my art that I don't often see in this type of space is that it's like anime styled. Mm. So like a lot of people, you know, they're either like anime artists or they're like fine artists. Okay. You don't often see them mixing. Oh. In fact, you often see one group kind of like being mean to the other for no reason. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like here locally? No, not locally. No, okay. but like in the, in the, uh, there's a lot of anime artists online who are like, oh yeah, I was made fun of because I, you know, draw anime. Wow. It's like, it's like. Wh- Why would you get made fun of for drawing anime? Like, I feel like that's probably yeah. one of the hardest things to draw. Yeah, it is. It absolutely is because there's, there's not just like, um, you know, you, you got to learn the style. You got to learn. There's a lot of different like, um. Like, for instance, when I, I've been drawing anime for a long time, but one of the things that I noticed is that when I took a figure drawing, it went way up. <laughs> really? Like the, the, yeah. Anime takes just as much skill, if not more, than traditional drawing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Why, why is that, do you think? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because it's like a style thing. Mm. I do. Like, if you think about it, if you're an artist and you're drawing in like, let's say, let's say you do realism. And you try to draw in like a, um, let's say you want to imitate Monet. So you usually do like um, you're scumbling or whatnot. You're cross hatching. You're different drawing techniques with the pencil. Mm. Now you gotta sit there and do impressionism, which is like where you uh, do a bunch of different like strokes with the paint. Uh, it's just it's totally different. Yeah. So it just makes you a, a, all, an all around better better right. artist. Exactly. Exactly. Because you're you're taking more skills from different forms and putting them together. Exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. You know, the, the one thing that I think is kind of funny is like, uh, like, like, uh, 
I don't like snobs. Like, you know what I mean? Like yep. people who like think that you should do something one way. Mm-hmm. Like this is the right way. This, this is how you should do it. That's what I hear a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Why? Why should you do it that way? Yeah. Like, I get that. Um, there's a, for podcasts, there's a, like a, a Facebook group I'm a part of. And a lot of times people will be like, they will get on there and they'll be like, what's a good camera for a podcast or, you know, whatever. And people will be like, oh, you shouldn't have video for podcasts. That's not a podcast. Like, why not? Who, why not? <laughs> who says? Like, why is there a right way to do it? Boss. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like who said that, that podcast can't have video? Mm-hmm. Who said that you had to do everything a certain way? Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Exactly. I, I find it interesting. Yeah. Like, people are just so like one mind, like narrow minded and like just have one perspective of what something should, should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, I think it makes you better in all aspects. Like when you, when you, when you mix things and you do your own thing, not what everybody expects you to do just makes you better yeah absolutely as an artist as like a musician it's like i mean the same thing could be said for music right oh yeah like somebody who plays all kinds of different music like jazz or classical or um what's other forms of like there's uh, a lot there's a lot but like let's (laughs) say even within electronic music there's a lot yeah definitely (laughs) definitely but if you blended all that together all the different techniques that it takes to play all those different styles yep that would just make you better as a musician. One of my favorite musical types of things to listen to, I, I was about to say do, but I don't do music. I'm, <laughs> I'm like tone deaf. <laughs> but when they mix the the um, the bass drop that you often hear in electronic music mm. with like um, symphonic leanings, oh, okay. that's really cool. I love that. Huh. Now, do you listen to a lot of that kind of music? Um, to be honest with you, I listen to a lot of like uh, post punk and dark wave, but I do listen to like, I I listen to a lot of different music. Okay, like um, you know Depeche Mode. I feel like everybody listens to Depeche Mode. I I don't I don't oh. know I don't even know who that is. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> they're they're a big band from the eighties. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So do you like? Is it like a what kind of music is that? So it's like it's like um. The reason it's called post-punk, I believe, don't quote me on this, but uh, it's because it's like, it's like punk, but it's electronic. Oh. So like if, you know, if you went, if you went electronic with your punk music, so like you think a lot of like, um, I'm trying to think of a punk band because I was about to say Nirvana, but they're more grunge. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of um, nuance to this stuff. Yeah, and definitely. <laughs> the really snobs, the snobs. Right. Exactly. Nirvana's not a punk band. What's wrong with him? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess I guess Green Day is more punk. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So it's like Green Day type type style. But like if they went electronic. Okay. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Dark wave is more like um the aesthetic sounding music, but then like very, very dark and totally like grungy. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um, now are there, are there local people that play this kind of music? Do you know? I have no idea. You have no idea. Okay. I don't think so. It's possible, but when I went to go listen to the concert, it was in Tampa, Florida. So I doubt it. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we are now an hour and two minutes in. All right. Um, is there anything else you would like to talk about on the podcast real quick? Uh, 
I don't, I don't think so. Okay. I'm still reworking my website. So okay. don't go visit my website. But you have social media. I do. I do. Okay. I have like a Facebook group. It's called Claw Designs Creative Den. Okay. And Creative Den is all together, but you'll probably find it as soon as you start searching Claw Design. Yeah. I'll uh, put that in the show notes. Sounds good. So, Sounds um, good. It'll be easy to find. Sweet. Um, and uh, let's see here. Your show is this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have anything else. I don't know if I have anything else either. <laughs> well, thanks for doing this. It was fun. I'm glad you uh I'm glad you didn't cancel on me. Yeah. Yeah. When you messaged me, I'm like, oh boy. And then, no, then you're like, yeah. don't worry, I'm not canceling. <laughs> I'm not canceling. I try not to do that. I try yeah. not to do that. I try not to do it either because yeah. um I don't like it when people do it to me. Exactly. And and if I do cancel, I want it to be like in advance. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't like it when people do it to me, and uh, so I, I try not to do it to other people as well. Exactly. Treat people as you want to be treated. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, plus, I love doing podcasts. I love yeah. talking to new people, meeting new people, seeing different perspectives, hearing about different people's lives. I mean, it adds so much value to my life. Yeah. You know, like it makes me see life in a different, different light. Every time I come out of a podcast, I'm like, I like sit back. And I'm like, Whew. There's yeah. like a lot to take take from each episode. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. It's an interesting to do, interesting thing to do. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for doing this. It's been, Absolutely. it's been fun and uh, hopefully we can do it again and good luck this weekend. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah.